章。So I don't know how you feel about this. Maybe you're excited that we're almost done with Exodus, or maybe you're wishing we could spend more time. I don't know. 不知道你们觉得怎么样哈？就是是不是想说啊，终于我们要出埃及了？还是你希望呢，继续留在这个出埃及记？ If if you feel like we should spend more time and we're skipping your favorite part, I know. 那如果说呢，你真的很想留在这里，然后还没有讲到你想要听的，呃，真的很抱歉哦。I I feel that too, and and I know we're running very quickly through this, but it's it's going to be good that we move on. 我也有这样子的感觉哈，因为我觉得我们是很快的就把这个出埃及记讲完。那我们呢，希望快快的呢结束这卷书，然后。Okay, so, so this is week number thirteen in the book of Exodus. So we this is the third week in the book of Exodus. In the last few weeks, I've been feeling a lot of pressure to to wrap up this series in a really good way. So I wanted to tie up all the loose ends, cover all the parts we missed, and remind us of all the major important points of the book. It's a lot of work. 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 It's a lot So as we come to the last verses of Exodus, let's stand together and read God's word. 好，我们一起站立，然后来攻读神的话语。This is Exodus forty thirty three to thirty eight. Let's read it in Chinese first, and then we'll read it in English. 好，这个是在出埃及记第四十章三十三节到三十八节。我们一同来读好不好？请摩西在帐幕和祭坛的四周围竖立起。喂。院子的幔幕又挂上院子的门帘，这样摩西就完成了工程。当时有云彩遮盖会幕，耶和华的荣耀充满了帐幕。摩西不能进入会幕，因为云彩停在会幕上面，并且耶和华的荣耀充满着帐幕。在以色列人所有的旅程中是这样的。每逢云彩从帐幕收上去的时候，他们就启程；云彩若是不收上去，他们就不启程，直到云彩收上去的日子为止。因为以色列人所有的旅程中，日间有耶和华的云彩在帐幕上，夜间云中有火显在以色列全家的眼前。And he erected the court around the tabernacle and the altar, and set up the screen for the gate of the court. So Moses finished the work. And then the cloud covered the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting, because the cloud settled on it, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Throughout all their journeys, whenever the cloud was taken up over the tabernacle, the people of Israel would set out. But if the cloud was not taken up, then they did not set out until the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was on the tabernacle by day, and fire was in it by night, in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your word tonight. We thank you that you are speaking to us from Scripture. We ask as we look at it tonight that your Spirit would stir in our hearts. God, we want to know you more. We want to love you more. We want to love you more. And we want to follow you more obediently each day of our lives. So we also want to make sure that we are following you more obediently each day of our lives. So we give you these minutes, this time tonight, and we ask that you would 
be pleased to be with us and use it for your glory. 耶稣，今天我们把这段时间交给你，求神你使用，然后来对我们说话，你得着荣耀。We ask all of this in Jesus' name. 我们这样祷告，奉主的名求。Amen. Amen. Please be seated. 请坐。All right. If your Bible has paragraphs, if you if you have a Bible and it breaks things down into paragraphs, you might be wondering why we started in verse thirty-three. 如果你刚刚是读纸本圣经，你会看到呢，在你的圣经里面是有分段的话，你就会想为什么我们会先从三十三节开始读起。So I included this verse to give us some context to what's happening here at the end of Exodus. 那但是呢，因为这三十三节很重要，它给了我们一个了解完全这个出埃及记的上下文。So the first thirty-three verses of chapter forty are describing how Moses is setting up the tent and all the elements for worship that God has given them to make. 四十章三十三节就讲到说呢，神要摩西呢在立帐幕的时候所要做的每一件事。So if we back up a little further, I'm going to do this real fast. If we back up a little further, we can connect this to the Exodus out of Egypt. 所以我们晓得呢，在出埃及记呢，就是在讲这个埃及啊，就是以色列人出了埃及。So after Israel left Egypt, after the ten plagues, they left Egypt and they crossed the Red Sea, right? 十灾之后，以色列人呢就离开了埃及，然后呢准备要跨过这个红海。So then they moved to the base of a mountain called Sinai. 他们就到了这个一个山叫做西乃山的山脚下。And this is where Moses went up and met with God. 那摩西呢就在西乃山上呢与神见面对面。And on this mountain, God gave the Ten Commandments, the law, and the instructions for building the tabernacle. 在西奈山上呢，神给他十诫，也给他律颁布了律法，甚至告诉他怎么样子盖帐幕。And these have been se- these have been several of our sermons the last four or five weeks have been about the Ten Commandments, the law, and the tabernacle. 所以在过去这一个多月的时间呢，我们就讲到了什么是十诫，什么是律法，然后还讲到了怎么样子怎么样子的盖会幕。So in Exodus, from chapters 25 to 31, Moses is with God on the mountain, and God is saying, "This is what I want you to do." So Moses in 25 to 31, in the chapters, is describing how he is with God on the mountain. Then in chapters 35 to 39, they take up an offering from the people of Israel and they do the work that God had instructed them to do. 三十五章到三十九章呢，记载到呢，人们就开始呢，在他们当中呢，收刮他们所有的东西，为的就是要来盖这个会幕。So these chapters repeat the same detailed instructions for the tent, the furnishings to go in there, and the priestly garments, the clothes. 所以这一些经文呢，都是在告诉我们呢，这一呃，怎么样子去盖会幕的细节，还有衣服怎么样去做出来的细节。So all of these details are listed twice in the book of Exodus, and that. That should show us how important they are. 那这一些我刚刚讲的细节，在出埃及记呢都有讲到两次以上，所以呢是很重要的。It's a good habit in reading the Bible that any time the Bible repeats itself, you should pay closer attention to those things. 每次你在读圣经，你发现这个经文好像有重复的话，那你就一定要格外注意了。So in chapter forty, Moses sets up the tent. 在四十章出埃及记里面呢，讲到说摩西就来设立一个帐幕。At this point, it has been an entire year, twelve months, since they left Egypt. 那这个时候呢，在设立帐幕的同时，已经是他们离开埃及后的一年了。And in verse thirty-three, it tells us that Moses finished the work of setting up the tent. 那在三十三节呢，就讲到说呢，摩西完了工，然后呢，开始设立帐幕。So once the tent, um, that was an earlier picture. Once the tent was finished, God shows up. 
那当这个帐幕呢已经完成之后呢，神就出现了。Look at verse thirty-four. It says the cloud covered the tent of meeting. 在三十四节讲到说呢，云彩遮盖会幕。So the presence of God has come to fill this tent. 所以耶和华的荣光就充满了帐幕。And for the first time since the Garden of Eden, God was in the midst of His people. 所以从这个伊甸园那个时期呢，到这个时候呢，这是上帝再一次的来向他的子民显现他自己。So when God's people obeyed and built the tent that God commanded, according to all the details, God was ready and waiting to show up among them. 所以当人们听见上帝的指示，然后呢，顺服开始呢，按照每一个他所说的细节。So there's a right way and wrong way to think about this. What's going on here? 那我们在思考这个这个点的时候呢，有就是错跟对的这样子的一个观点哈。So you may be thinking the people of Israel did all the correct things, so God had no choice but to come down and be with them. 你们可能觉得说哦，以色列人他们做了上帝所讲的对的事情，所以呢，神才会来。And that can lead us to think if people or we do all the correct and accurate actions, God will have to show up in our lives. 那如果我们这样理解的话，我们会觉得说，哎，我的生活当中，如果我But we have to remember, God is not forced to do anything. 可是你要晓得哦，上帝并没有强被强迫要去做任何的事。Instead, this story is God being eager to come among His people. 其实这个故事是在告诉我们，神非常渴望来到他的子民当中。So God is the one giving the instructions for what to build. 所以神就给他们指示怎么样去盖。And you can look back in the chapters. God is the one providing workers, skilled people, to build all the things that God commanded them to build. We And it is even God who provided all the materials for the people to give as an offering. 甚至呢，神也供应了人们呢有这样子的一个材料，然后呢开始来建造。If you remember when they left Egypt, God told them to ask the Egyptians for all their best stuff. 那你记得吗？当他们在离开埃及的时候呢，他们就被要求要把埃及最好的东西都带上。And even then, I think God was was thinking ahead and planning for the building of this tent. He he gave them from the Egyptians all the things they needed to build this. So why is it like that? That is because God had already foreseen that there would be this kind of thing. So he told the Israelites, "You can take all the good things out of Egypt." So it is not about the work of the people, but the work of God through the people. So this is not about the work of the people, but the work of God through the people. So here's a silly illustration to kind of give you a picture to think about this. 那我现在跟你讲一个比较有点滑稽的一个这个例子哈，来了解一下我刚刚所说的事。So in my American culture, there are a lot of traditions around getting married. 在这个麦卡美国的文化里面呢，如果要结婚的话，有很多的这个传统的要做的事。So if if a, if a guy and a girl they want to get married, there are some common steps you have to take. 那男女朋友如果要结婚的话呢，他们就会有一些东西事情要做哈。One of those is the guy needs to buy an engagement ring. 那其中一个呢，就是呢，男方他要去买一个订婚戒指。
Right? So he has to buy this ring. And then when he asks the girl to marry him, the guy is supposed to get down on one knee like this. I don't know if this is common everywhere else, but this is what happens in my culture. So I made up this little story. So imagine this scenario. So there's a guy and a girl who are dating. And this girl really wants to marry this guy. But the guy's not so sure yet. But the girl has, has some ideas. She knows what she's going to do. So, so she goes out and buys a wedding ring. She buys the one she wants, exactly the one that she wants. And then um, she she slips it into the coat pocket of her boyfriend. Don't ask me how this is going to work, but I, this, this is the story. And then she and her boyfriend are going for a walk in the park. And she's asked one of her friends to hide in the bushes. <laughs> Bear with me, it's going somewhere. So at the just the right moment, her friend reaches out and trips the guy. So the guy stumbles and begins to fall down and the ring flies out of his pocket. So the guy ends up on one knee, and then the girl is right here, she catches the ring. And as soon as she catches the ring and sees him down on his knee, she says, Yes, I'll marry you. So so does this make this man love this girl? Does this force them now to get married just because they created the traditions that are around getting married? No, it doesn't. It doesn't require them to get married. This guy doesn't even know if he loves this girl. So instead of this, let me just tell you what I did. So Tracy and I were, were younger than we are now. We were dating. And we were both enjoying our relationship and, the, and it was growing. And I knew I was so confident I wanted to marry Tracy. So I went out and with my own money I bought a ring. And one night we were walking in the park and we were by a fountain. And 
我当时很紧张，但是又很兴奋。我已经等不及要来单膝跪下，拿出我买的那个戒指跟他求婚。我说了很多很多我们两个都记不得的话，但是我记得说了一句最重要的，就是你愿意嫁给我吗？然后他当
其实呢，我们知道在圣经的前五卷书呢，是一个非常长的故事。Right, so Exodus is part two of five. 其实出埃及记呢，是在这五卷书的第二卷。So we need to look ahead at the next verses,、um, at the first of Leviticus. 那如果要这样子的话，我们就必须要到立位记来看那个经节才知道。So this is Leviticus chapter one, verses one to three. 那在立位记一章一到三节这样记载。So this says the Lord called Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting, saying, "Speak to the people of Israel and say to them, 'When any one of you brings an offering to the Lord, you shall bring your offering of livestock from the herd or from the flock. If his offering is a burnt offering from the herd, he shall offer a male without blemish. He shall bring it to the entrance of the tent of meeting, that he may be accepted before the Lord.'" 列位记一章一到三节，耶和华从会幕中呼叫摩西，对他说：“你小谕以色列人说，你们中间若有人献供物给耶和华，要从牛群、羊群中献牲畜为供物。他的供物若以牛为燔祭，就会在会幕门口献一只没有残疾的公牛，可以在耶和华面前蒙悦纳。” So the very next thing God does after filling the tent is to call to Moses and show him how he can enter the tent. 那在这当中呢，当神用他的这个荣光充满了会幕的之后，他就立刻的在这个云彩当中呢，告诉摩西说：“你要做什么事情才能够进到会幕？” And this tells us in Leviticus the way to come into the presence of God is with a sacrifice. 那在一立位记这样子记载说，如果你要进到神的同在，你就必须要献祭。And I know Leviticus is one of those places when you come to it in your Bible reading, you're like, "Please hurry!" Let's and maybe you quit in Leviticus. I don't know. 如果你读过这个立位记，你可能在读的时候想说，哦，天哪，有点快要睡着了，可不可以赶快结束呢 ？It's difficult, but there is just a lot of really great stuff in Leviticus, and I would I would recommend it to you sometime. 如果说呢，你们真的有很多的时间的话呢，请你们就是再去看一下这个立位记。All right, so, um, so. God filled. Let's see. I gotta find my notes.、Um, <laughs> right. So, God has filled the temple. He's shown Moses that he needs to come with a sacrifice to enter the presence of the Lord. 所以呢，神就在这样子的云彩充满的会幕当中，告诉摩西说：“你一定要献祭，才能够进到会幕里面来。” But for us today, our approach is a little bit different. 可是今天的这样子的一个情况呢，可能是比较不一样的方式哈。Right, so for us today,、um, we we know that Hebrews ten ten tells us that we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. 那我们知道在希伯来书十章十节说呢，耶稣基督为我们的罪而死呢，然后就献上为祭，就是这样子一次，而且永远为祭。So in the Old Testament, there were sacrifices that were used to bring God's people into His presence. 可是，在旧约呢，他们就会每一次要到神的面前的之前，都一定会一直不断的献祭。But for us, Jesus. This was the final and perfect sacrifice. 可是，在新约的我们呢，我们知道耶稣他就是最后一次永远的祭。So now we have access into the presence of God through the blood of Jesus. 因为耶稣基督所献的宝血，我们才能够坦然无惧的来到神的面前。So in one sense, it's the same. A sacrifice is still required for you to be with God. 所以我们也晓得哦，其实如果你要跟神同在的话呢，你也有要献祭的部分。But it's different because that sacrifice has already been made by Jesus. 可是这样子的献祭呢，跟我们在旧约读的是不一样的，因为我们的耶稣已经为我们献上这个祭了。So I just want to remind us of one key point in this. 所以讲一个重点哈
Right? There's only one way to God for you and for me. In John 14:6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. Right, so Jesus is our way into the presence of God, and Jesus is the only way to have relationship with God. Your work will not get you there, your money will not get you there, and even a sacrifice will no longer get you there. Faith in Jesus the one who died in your place is the only way back to God. Alright, back to Exodus. Moses has finished the work of setting up the place for God and God has filled the tent. Right, and we've seen that God has made a way through sacrifices for Moses to be accepted before the Lord. So let's look at the next few verses of our text. Verse 36 starts out with this phrase throughout all their journeys. And verse 38 ends with the same phrase throughout all their journeys. These are kind of like a bracket that kind of segments off this section of the text. Right, so we, we want to see that God is taking Israel on a journey. This is just the beginning of a long trip that the Israelites are going to go on. Right, so they don't know it, but there are going to be some major highs and some major lows in the next few years. Right, and this pillar of cloud during the day and the fire at night are going to be their guide for more than 40 years. So two quick points I want to make in this section. One, God is leading, and two, he's leading to a promised land. So first, God is leading. So yeah, look at the text. And you can see that the people of Israel don't get to decide when and where they're going to go. So if they're, if they're camping in a beautiful place with, with water and everything's really nice, they don't get to say, let's just stay here forever. And if God leads them to a place where there is no water, which we've seen already in Exodus, they don't get to say, let's move on, let's go somewhere else. The people of Israel are following God, and when he moves, they move, and when he stays, they stay. God 
God is leading us to. And I don't want us to forget that we have chosen to follow Jesus. So and that means you've chosen to let him lead you wherever he wants to take you. So when I was 20 years old, I was in university. And I got invited to spend my summer um, overseas. So for six weeks in the summer, we were supposed to study language and try to share Jesus with people. So I thought, that sounds like a good experience that I would have before I graduated and then start working in America. 然后我就开始想,哎,这样子的这个点子不错,在我毕业之前我有这样子的经历,然后我毕业之后呢,就可以用这个经历来申请到更好的工作,那我就永远的可以留在美国。So I was excited about like an adventure, I was excited about some new experiences, and then I thought I would come back to America, finish college, and stay in America. 所以那六个星期呢,我真的很兴奋哦,我觉得我可以开始去到异国,然后呢,去分享,然后去享受,回来之后呢,我就可以好好的这个扎根 and that summer, God overwhelmed me with the people who had never heard the name of Jesus. Me and my friends would tell people that we were Christians and they would just stare at us blankly because they had no idea what those words even meant. I was shocked that there were people in the world who did not know anything about the, the one person who had changed my life. So God was leading me. So God had a journey for my life and I needed to follow him even when it meant I was uncomfortable. Then again, in 2019 and 2020, I was leading my family in a direction that I really thought was God's will. And we were working hard and suddenly things stopped working. Opportunities that had been there before were no longer there. The doors began to close on everything we were trying to do. And we didn't know what to do, but we knew God was moving and we needed to follow. And through a lot of prayer and a lot of time, we saw that God was moving us to Taiwan. We never ever planned on coming to Taiwan. But God moved and we followed. Being a Christian is being a follower. We don't receive Jesus' forgiveness and then get to sit in the driver's seat and decide where we're going. We 
We cannot accept God and then dictate to Him the blessing that He gives us. We cannot accept God and then dictate to Him the blessing Another picture that scripture uses is that of adoption. In Galatians 4 and Romans 8, it says, We have been adopted into the family of God. So we are now family and God is our Father. And he is leading. All right, so the people of Israel were beginning a journey to follow God in the cloud, and we are on a journey to follow Christ. Second point is God is leading the people of Israel to a promised land. So way back in Genesis, God promised Abraham that his children would have the land that he lived in. Right. Then Israel lived in Egypt for 400 years as slaves. Right, so now they were free, and they were ready to see God fulfill the rest of his promise, to take them into the land. We are the same way. We have been set free from the slavery to sin, and we are on a journey with Christ to heaven. And on this road, on this journey, God is changing us, making us look more like His Son Jesus. So we are being made holy as we move closer to the promised land. So, Question is, how should we live in light of all of this? There's a lot of things that God might be saying to you. There's a lot of applications you can make from, from all of this in Exodus tonight. I don't know what God is saying to you and how he is calling you to obey. But as we close tonight, I want you to think about a few questions. First question, how do you feel about being a follower? Right, so culture rewards leaders and decision makers, and we admire people who, who take initiative. And I'm not saying that any of those things are bad. Right, my point here is when it comes to our relationship with Jesus, 
we are followers. 那我要讲的是，其实当我们提到我们跟神的关系的时候呢，我们要记得我们是跟随者。So I want you to take a couple of minutes tonight and just think about all the ways that you follow Jesus. 所以今天呢，花一点时间来想一想，你这一路怎么样跟随耶稣 ？And this can be really practical activities. You might make a list of all the activities that you do that are follower-type activities. 可能呢，你在想的时候呢，你需要一张纸跟一支笔，然后写下来到底跟随者会做什么样的事。Gathering at the church, coming to church tonight, is a is a follower thing to do. 其实今天你会来到教会，也就是一个跟随者会做的事。Right, any of the spiritual disciplines, reading your Bible, praying, all these things are things that followers of Jesus do. 任何的属灵操练都是一个跟随者会做的。举例来说，像是读经祷告。So question number one for you to think about: Are you living as a follower of Jesus and walking in obedience? 那第一个问题，你就要思考说，到底你是不是一个行在顺服、跟随神的这样子的一个生活里呢？ Second thing I want you to think about is、uh, the different roles you have in your life. 那第二个你可以想一想哈，在你生命当中有很多不同的角色。Maybe you're a husband or a wife. 可能你是一个先生或者是一位妻子。Maybe you're a student or an employee. 或者呢，你是一个学生或还是一个雇员。Probably all of us are have some role in our family. 那每一个人呢，在家庭里面都有不同的这个身份角色。Right, so each of the roles in your life are places that you should be following Jesus. 那你要知道，每一个你所扮演的身份都是有要跟随神的一个地方。So again, you can make a list of all of these things, and I want you to think about: Am I following Jesus in every area of my life? 所以呢，请你们也可以呢，这样子的花时间写下来，然后问自己说：到底我在这个不同的身份里面，我是不是也是？ So for me, I can ask the question: as a father, as a husband, as an employee, as a leader, as a friend, as a son, am I following Jesus in all of those areas? 想对 Mika 来说，他就想说，哦，我是一个先生，是一个丈夫，是一个父亲，是一个宣教士，是一，反正就是这一些。他到底有没有成为一个神的跟随者呢？ I want you to ask God. You can pray tonight and ask God: Is there an area in my heart where I'm not letting you lead? 那真的来花时间问上帝说：“神啊，有没有我生命当中哪一个方面我并没有放弃，不让神来带领的？” Maybe it's in the way you do business. Maybe it's in the way you consume entertainment. Maybe there's some area when you say, "I'm not going to let God lead. I want to." Decide what to do here. 可能是你的工作，可能是你享受的这些娱乐，不管是什么方面。如果你不想要让耶稣进来帮助你的话，你就没有在跟随这个神。So I want you to think about these questions for a few minutes, and the band's going to come play, and we're going to close our time together. 所以刚刚讲的这两个问题呢，希望大家现在呢开始来思考。那我们的敬拜团队也可以上来。I'm going to ask them to play quietly for a couple of minutes, and then when they start singing again. We're going to invite you to come and take communion with us. 那在他们这样子安静的来伴伴奏的时候呢，我们就思考这两个问题。然后等到这个敬拜团队开始唱歌的时候，你也预备好了，你就可以来领受圣餐。And if you are a baptized believer, we invite you to come and join us in remembering the sacrifice of Jesus. 如果说你是已经受洗，然后成为基督徒的，我们真的欢迎你一同来领受这个饼和杯。And if you have never been baptized before, and you want to talk to somebody about that, I am going to be in the back, and I would love to talk to you about baptism. 如果说你还没有受洗，然后你也不知道是什么，我欢迎你等一下到后面，我愿意跟你交谈。
So let's take a few minutes in prayer and just think about these questions we asked tonight. How are you following Jesus? Are you letting Jesus lead in every area of your life? So let me pray for us. God, we thank you for your word. And we thank you for leading us. Thank you for leading our church. Thank you for dying on the cross as our Savior, being our sacrifice, Jesus. God, and I ask as we sit with you tonight and we ask these questions that you would speak to our hearts. God, I ask that you would reveal those dark corners where we might not be following you, we might need to let you lead more. God, we ask that you would work in our hearts to make us look more like Jesus today. I pray that we would know your eager excitement to be in relationship with us. I pray that we would know your love tonight. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.